Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, living whole. Which means celebration as in gratitude, as in awe and appreciation and ah for everything that is this adventure of a lifetime. When I first wrote, thought of what the title for today, I wrote pendulums and shattering, what did I say? Something about shattering duality. Give me a second. Ah, yes, shattering polarities. And then as I was thinking about it, I guess it's more dissolving. I am going to apologize up front if this does go a little bit in different directions and isn't so coherent. I just feel like it's, it's, there's so much that feels alive in my space at the moment. And one of the themes that's come up again, so Peter Sage, um, who I came across a number of years ago, and he does business teachings and sales and marketing, as well as more kind of spiritual and life stuff. And I cannot for the life of me remember the name. There's some idea of like, if you imagine a pendulum. So as it swings, it has an arc. And if you imagine something that's life force is the arc of that pendulum. So it is going to want to swing in the widest arc because then it has the most energy. Because the wider the arc, the more energy and force there is as it swings. So this was brought as an idea, like I said, it's got an actual like name, it's an actual thing for this, where if it is fed by the size of the arc, and the greater the arc, the stronger it is, all it wants to do is get the pendulum to swing in the widest arc. So now if you think about this in terms of people having opposing points of view, it actually doesn't even matter about truth anymore. It's like the more each person, each side, can be so vehemently attached to their point of view, to the point that the rightness and wrongness of the other, that mine is right and yours is wrong, and I'm prepared to fight and die and obliterate in the name of my rightness and against your wrongness. Like I said, it's not even about truth anymore. It's just like, if you imagine the energy that's fed off the arc, all it wants to do is incite more disagreement and more focus on just exclusively one perspective, because the more each side comes together to meet in the middle, because ultimately when the pendulum rests in the middle, there is no arc. There is. It ceases to exist. And originally then when I said shattering polarities, it kind of like felt more like dissolving. Because I find myself as more with hearing stories when Rumi refers to that place beyond that field, beyond right doing and wrong doing. It just feels like the more people actually just hear someone's story and experiences and 
it just lands up growing more of a depth of compassion for even the darkest of places that people may get to and the darkest of things that they may perpetrate. Not that it it doesn't, it's not in terms of condoning or it's just more there seems to be something beyond words and that's something that I'm just finding is and I know I've referenced this but it's something that is just really vivid for me is like when you think of these dogs that they use when people have dog fights and they have these beautiful animals that may have a tendency, some sort of streak that can be aggressive and these dogs are traumatized and brutalized to the point that any light or goodness in them is completely suppressed and that the thread, the thread of the aggression, the thread of like the darkest part of them is maximized. So there's no sort of balance anymore. It's completely... And it's almost like the more to the point the dog goes, almost to a dog that's gone to the point of no return, that it almost like can't even be rehabilitated, is actually the most amount of compassion. Like I'm feeling for that dog. And it's, I just think like, I really, that, that quote of Mandela's in terms of, that hate, people aren't, we aren't born hating. Like love, you, you, you've learned, you've taught to hate. And love comes more naturally to the human heart. You can be taught to love. And I know also you can be argued, you know, like genetically people also carry trauma and, and you carry stuff in lineages and you carry stuff of past. But it's like, for people to go through experiences and to be born into situations where there's an environment that just seeks to bring out the worst brutality and make someone so polarized and so hateful that they would actually like celebrate the annihilation and the brutal Not even just killing someone, but like a really like torturous, brutal dismembering of someone. There's, I, I, yeah, it's hard for me to even express, but I do. I just feel like a sadness and, and, and for a person getting to that place when it just... Oh, I remember the scene... The movie called The Shack. It's actually a book. And it's more written from a Christian point of view. And it's told as a parable with a father who goes camping with his kids. And just how quickly everything can change. And spoiler alert if you're going to read the book or watch the movie. But um, there's a, in this, storyline he goes camping with his three kids and in a moment when two of his kids are on a boat that sort of like capsizes and somebody almost drowns and then she's rescued 
And in this like celebration of, oh my God, she almost drowned, she's rescued. In that exact time, someone abducts his younger daughter. And in the story, they don't necessarily find her body, but they find her dress and it's bloodstained and there's like blood in this shack and it's done as a parable and he lands up getting like a, a letter from God inviting him to say he'll meet him at this shack and when he goes to the shack like I say it's more from a Christian point of view so I don't know too much about the Trinity but there's three aspects of God that are represented in three different people that he has these experiences with and these conversations with and there's a time because at this point, he just doesn't have capacity for any degree of feeling um, for the person that maybe perpetrated the acts towards his daughter. And there's scenes of like where God is trying to explain that like every, every person is like my child and as a parent, like, you, you love every one of your children. And you always, like, you see the potential and the capacity of every one of your children. And there's a very moving scene where there's, like, aspects into other people's lives. And you see a young boy who's being like brutalized being like there's a lot of sort of like violence against him and there's this feeling of immense compassion towards that young boy but then that young boy actually being the child of the man who abducted the adult man who abducted this guy's daughter and it's not that it changes, but something starts to dissolve, and it's more dissolving than a shattering. And it's like there's more this, this birthing, this breathing into of this compassion that starts to dissolve the polarities, that starts to dissolve these ideas of an absolute rightness and wrongness, and that there's a place you know, like, like for everything, there's different approaches and there's, there's times. And I think I may have, I can't even remember what I've been mentioning recently, but I am already on 10 minutes. But the idea of like, when you do have a very aggressive cancerous tumor that has lost its sense of being part of a whole. But yes, you have cases of spontaneous remissions where people somehow just surrender to something greater than them. And they somehow connect to some wholeness. Or people are somewhere where people are trained to hold intention, to see a person as absolutely healthy, that you can actually see on a sonogram a tumor reducing as this group of like trained meditators, intentioners, whatever you want to call them, are seeing this person in a state of perfect health. But then equally, you have other people who go to doctors who do survive who are, who live to tell the tale of making it to the other side, where they've had the tumor removed. Physically, it's been cut out. So now you, you have cells that have gone like, what do you do? What do you do? Like, it's just more, it starts to become the lines of the right and wrong and the everything becomes so blurred and it becomes more of an understanding and a compassion 
for things that happen. You know, like if there's a dog, a rabid, rabid dog that's like attacking people, then at some point, like somebody may actually like this dog may get shot and kill like you have a cancerous tumor, something that's very aggressive and it's growing at an incredible rate that it actually physically gets cut out and it doesn't get saved. <sighs> so this isn't a thing about solution. It's just more a comment on things that I found alive in my space of more that even the people where there may be the harshest judgment on them for things that you may see them do in isolation. Sometimes when there's unraveling and folding of the story and what they've been through, not that it condones, not that it gives any license or any permission on anything, but it starts to just, there's a compassion and something beyond words that like, there by the grace of God go I, because God knows if I had been through those experiences and been through that, who knows, I may have even turned out worse and done worse things. So it moves, there's this movement away from judgment, there's a softening. And there's a, yeah, there is something beyond the right doing and wrong doing. And a movement towards that field. So on this note, precious soul, happy, adventuring, and here is the softening, the dissolving of edges and the opening of our hearts. The dissolving of polarities and the ability for people to hold different points of view in healthy, healthy ways. Healthy ways, not in ways that are destructive and feed to destroy one another but in beautiful ways where our diversity is actually our strength. We have so much diversity in the plant kingdom, in everything, even in the number of cells and variations in our body, in one body. But yet every single one of them still has the same set of chromosomes. Things differentiate differently. Everything. The beauty is in the maximum of the diversity not about everything trying to say mine is the way god imagine the digestive system like it's just insane on other levels there's such degrees of diversity and polarities that have to that coexist and create magnificence it's not about polarities and diversity needing to destroy one another oh May we actually connect more to so many of these lessons of diversity and polarity around us. The distance from the top of the tallest tree, the polarity to its cells deep within the ground, so far apart. And yet it's in that extreme of polarity that benefits the plant because there's a leaf at the very top achieves and has access and does something completely different to that root that's deep, deep down in the ground. Not, not Neither of them is right or wrong. They have completely different points of view and it's actually in the extreme of polarity that they can bring the most to the plant. Oh, happy awakening, happy dissolving into a place beyond rightness and wrongness, precious hearts. Mwah.